This is the Technically Correct Podcast. I'm Josh Cohen. I'm Terry McGregor. I'm Chris Alport. Today, we are talking with one of our co-hosts, Josh Cohn, the president of Cohn Creative and the publisher of both Carol Magazine and Hanover Magazine. I have so many questions. Do you guys get any journals like Popular Science or Popular Mechanics or anything like that? Uh, no. 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 I get like Wired and just like, used to be like good. Now it's just like. It's Popular Science for Geeks. Yeah, but it's just, it's got a really left, it's got really like a left wing slant. It's always had that. Yeah, like, but now, I guess now I'm It's more, like Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, so now, <laughs> yeah. Or these fortune magazines where it's like, you know, advice from people that, you know, you shouldn't be really listening to, right? Because people are in much different circumstances. Anyway, so yeah, no, I haven't got it. So anyway, sorry, you're fine. Well, that's a very interesting segue into publishing. Yeah. You know, because, um, do you enjoy reading magazines? physical paper magazines or on your iPad or computer? Yeah, that's a good question. Definitely. I think it depends. Yeah. Well, I we have found, um, publishing Carol Magazine, that more people enjoy actually reading the printed piece yeah. than they do looking at it on their computer or their tablet. So I haven't seen a Carol Magazine in a while. Shame well, on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine. Um, oh, I certainly, I certainly I, have seen it. But... Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, good cop. I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, you can leave now. Thank you. Um, how heavy are you guys on advertising in the magazine? Usually, a magazine that like we send out the magazine to on, on a good issue to everyone in the county. So, in order to reach the appropriate advertising budget, it's a fifty-fifty split between advertising and editorial. Okay. Um, but magazines like the week or Time Magazine or something like that, that's not a 50-50 split because they put their focus on subscriptions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's, you know, people are getting more used to the whole subscription model, although that's the way all magazines and newspapers used to be. Right. Uh, but they started to go away from that. But, uh, their subscriptions is so popular in electronic media and software. Well, in web development, you know, 90% of the websites now are WordPress based. Yep. Well, so that's, is it 90%? I know it's, it's darn near. Well, I know in this, it's in our local world here, it is. Yeah. And, uh, to properly run some of the plugins, you have to purchase premium plugins. Yeah. And those premium plugins have to be updated every year. And I, I find that market is just grossly, uh, grossly undervalued and underserved. Well, it's, uh, it's misunderstood. It's totally misunderstood. Like, People think I can get a website on Wix for $10 a year. Yeah, and like, you can. You can, you can go on to GoDaddy and you can buy a, a web hosting space for $5 a month. Yep. Um, but it's entirely up to you to manage it. And if you're not a super WordPress techie. Right. Your site will go down. It will definitely, it's just, <laughs> it's just time. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's time to your hack, and there's, I mean, the whole there's a whole, I mean, massive infrastructure that is an automated infrastructure to go down and, and, and infiltrate websites, right? And infiltrate WordPress and then put malware on there to generate income for some other company, whether they're advertising something and putting it onto your site, Absolutely. sneaking it in there. It's very, very common. Uh, we host close to 150, 200 websites. Yeah. Every day, there's a site getting hacked. Mm -hmm. Yep. Every single day, and we have to go in. We have to find the find the fault and remove the malware. And yeah. uh, even if you have the best servers and the strongest servers in the world, that uh, 
that, that gets in, it usually gets in through a plugin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you want something cheap and easy, you get a plugin. You, you get drop a free it plugin. In. Free plugin. Oh, it's amazing. Like, yep. like we have to we scrutinize. Like, so when we do, we scrutinize all of our plugins. We look at the companies behind them. We look at how many, you know, what's what's their, you know, do they have a, a, a business model? Because you want a business model behind a plugin before you put it in, because you know that there's people that make money on it. You don't want to just throw free stuff in there. And then you have to be very careful about it. Yeah, it's definitely a. And an there's art. there's some crazy number of forty thousand plugins out oh, there, yeah. or something yep. like that. And they all do very specific tasks, which you may need. Right. And uh, so we we try to focus on the premium plugins because we get support on yep, them. Yeah, that's right. Because they do break. They do. You know, and and when uh, WordPress upgrades to the next version, which happens three to four times a year, yep. the plugins break. <laughs> this is a rat race. Right. So you have to chase them all the time. And uh, if if you don't pay for the premium plugins, you have nobody to go to to fix it. It's, I think times are changing. I think companies are starting to discover that they need managed hosting. Yeah. Um, the the whole world of do-it-yourself hosting is, is kind of dissolving because HTML websites are really becoming a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. So, so it's funny you say that. I, what I've moved to is, uh, you know... A, a, you know, I run another. We know well, we do a charity, right? We we support a, like a local sports organization. We actually moved away from WordPress and into a, a single page HTML JavaScript app, and just a single page. You know, and, well, if uh, they don't need much, and if they don't need to manage it themselves, right, right, then you can do an HTML, right, right, but right. The majority of customers they don't want to pay you, yeah. to ed- to just change the time on their site or change right. change a uh, an event. There's got to be a hybrid that's coming out there that, that's going to help. I think it's developing. Yeah. I yeah, think, it's definitely know, on its way. WordPress is uh, WordPress. WordPress has developed tremendously in the past five years. Yeah. That's insane. Five years ago, I never, ever would have used WordPress mm-hmm. to develop websites. Right. It was just so clumsy and ugly and yeah. horrific, and no one would like it. You know, and now it's that's all we develop in is WordPress. Yeah. And that's why it's hacked so easy. Yeah, because it's open source, and it's well, standard. Well, let's let's get back to open source. Open source and uh, and software security. That's that's important because you've got that many more people that can look at the software. So it's not that uh, you've got people that are just finding exploits in in existing software. You, you've got thousands and hundreds of millions of eyes on software, so so people can collectively use intelligence to to find exploits. And, and we you you can improve software quality that way. So open source doesn't necessarily mean le- less secure software. Hmm. Sold. More bugs found than fixed. It's funny you should say that because, you know, we used to use Microsoft servers mm-hmm. to, to host our sites. Hacked and, all the time, yeah. Well, yeah, hacked all the time. And then they would upgrade and it would bring down all the sites. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we went to open source uh, servers, Ubuntu, Linux mm-hmm. servers, uh, CentOS. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, and uh, they're rock solid. So what? Yeah. Is, I think most of the web servers out there now are open source servers. Yeah, Nginx is a big one. That's that's mm-hmm. really. Uh, is that a Linux based system? Uh, is it mm-hmm. Linux or Linux? Linux. Linux. I okay. think I think they say Linux, but I, I call it. Linux. If you're in England. Well, I mean, so wait, Linus Torvalds rolled out this open source kernel. But I, I've never really heard no. an uptake on Linux. No, nobody. Yeah. 
So how do you find people that you need the technical expertise to do some of that stuff? I mean, these are IT-like people, right? You mean like staff? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, they're actually brought up through the company. Okay. Um, we're a little odd in that respect. Like we we hire designers. Mm -hmm. Now designers aren't so much just print anymore. Right. They're they're electronic media designers and print. Mm -hmm. And then you discover somebody who has the skill to think uh, more analytically, mm -hmm. and they kind of start moving towards the electronic side. Right. And then they start learning from the staff on the job training at the office, because there really aren't any courses out there that dive you into how to develop WordPress sites and coding and, and the proper way. You still need to be a graphic designer to start to do a pretty site. You, yeah. have, to have, that, you have to have that eye for design. How do, you, how do you balance that eye for design and capture what they want and then also where does the content come from? Because I find, um, a, yeah. I find I that generating the content is incredibly hard. It is, and a lot of people, when they start a website, they say, I'll do the content and I'll give it to you. <laughs> and, and then the it's site sits for a year yeah, absolutely. before it even gets done. Yeah. So it just so happens because we're an odd animal in that respect. You know, Because we publish Carol Magazine, yeah. I've got copywriters. eight to ten copywriters right. that write for the magazine. Mm -hmm. So the, the right approach to doing a website is to the designer creates the navigation. Okay, mm -hmm. the navigation acts like the outline for the website. It's a UX, yeah. Yeah. So that outline is then handed to the to the writer, mm -hmm. and the writer then interviews the customer. Okay. And it's much easier. Like if you were to write your own website, it, it's awful. It, it's painful because yeah. you're very specific. You know what you want to say, but you can't get the words out. Yeah. So a writer, that's what they're great at, mm -hmm. is getting the words out. So they interview you. They interview you, they type it up, they send you the proof, sure. and you approve it. So that way, you know, things keep moving on that right. timeline. So in terms of your company and how you guys stay abreast, um, one of the things that I recently read about, they did a study with a couch company, and they took their website and they did an A-B split test. And, and one set of, of users, they were presented with clouds. And the other set of users were presented with dollar signs. They were basically saying, you know, this is some of the appeal that we offer. One, it's it's luxury and comfort. But they were giving you pictures of clouds and 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 luxurious things. And the other one that was underpinned with this message of of dollar signs, it's a cost-effective alternative. They actually found that those people were buying much cheaper, very very right. functional couches. Where the others with the clouds, it was driving them toward, toward more of a premium model, a premium purchase. So, yeah. so when you're doing your your design, how much attention do you pay to that kind of messaging? Okay, well, so that's an interesting question that you have. So, people have to understand the difference between advertising, marketing, and sales. Okay. 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 And there's a, there's a common misconception that Sales is marketing, and advertising is marketing. Mm -hmm. Okay. the The question that you pose about the cloud, uh, having clouds and dollar signs, and having people react to those symbols, mm -hmm. um, is an advertising focus. Okay. Okay. Marketing, they're the problem solvers. 
these are the guys that understand the technology, the production, what's out there, how to get the word out. Mm -hmm. They work with the advertising mentality or people to design the products to advertise. Whereas the salespeople take what has been created by the marketing and advertising guys and sell it. Mm -hmm. So that, that's very helpful just to have those those three kinds yeah. of things laid right. out. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Technically correct is intended to bring about different ideas and, and other people's experiences related to technology and how we meet the mission of the Carroll Tech Council. The next podcast, we're going to have another company and totally different views, and we'll uh, ask him questions in depth, he or she. Or she. Questions in depth about what they do and how it affects technology in Carroll County. Excellent. I'm Josh Cohn. Terry McGregor. I'm Chris Allport. We'll see you next time. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>